welcome to the fourth episode of Monday Club in Isolation podcast. The Monday Club is a voluntary group set up to bring together older people for companionship, support and stimulation. We are based at our local library, which is in a small village, Bather and Tenant, which again is in the South Wales Valley. Like everyone in the UK, at the moment, we are continuing to practice social distancing or isolation to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus or COVID-19. Because we can't um, get together as we normally do and sit and chat and catch up, we've decided uh, to make this podcast because we realise that everybody needs somebody to talk to and to be able to keep in contact. And we thought using a podcast was a really good way of reaching out into the community and trying to keep in touch with other people. Last week, we spoke with Mary and Tony Morris. They told us about their garden and the bumper crop of tomatoes they're expecting. And Mary talked to us about trying to use some form of new technology to keep the creative writing group together. And I understand that they were able to do that this week through email. They were hoping to use Zoom, but at least they managed to make contact. Today, I'm delighted to say that we've got Alwyn and Bron with us again. Before we go any further, we are going to sing Happy Birthday to Bron. Oh, no. Who had a birthday last yeah. Wednesday. I, ho- I owe her an apology because I thought she was 50 and so sent her a card with 50 on, but she told me she's only 40. So, Bron, I apologise. Oh, well, you exaggerated a little bit, that's all, Anne. You better take the cards the other way, Bron, because we can see the date on the, oh, how old you are. Well, after Wednesday and the fantastic day I had, I'm going to be 80 every year from now on so that I can have the same birthday every year. Yeah. We're also going to sing happy birthday to a lady called Mary. Mary took part in our last podcast season, which was talking about reminiscing. And I know that she is an avid listener at the moment. So when we're all ready, I hope the backing group is there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Alwyn is going to tell us about her article she's written for U3A. Bron, what we've got out here is over 600 members in a U3A, like the one we've got, Bron, in Gatholwg. All right, yeah. They were asking for entries, and I said, oh, Linus, go on, Mum, write something about life out here. And I did. As a coronavirus evacuee, I came out temporarily from Wales to visit with my daughter in Orba. I am now experiencing a new way of life, even adjusting my usual fruit cake recipe from using malt extract, there was none in the cupboard, to maple syrup. 
but which they all seem to enjoy. My daily routine has completely changed from lighting my stove, completing several grant forms to help with community group friends, to baking bread and making cakes for our tea and chat in the library. Kettle's always on in my home, which means, of course, numerous visitors, all of which, I may add, I thoroughly enjoy not forgetting gardening. I now feel as if I've been given the chance to stand and stare, having the time to read about a dozen books, do jigsaws, being shown a new hobby, mosaic work and crushed glass, but not forgetting for one minute the sad times we are experiencing with this virus, this terrible virus. It makes me wonder whether I'll ever be able to revert back to those busy times once again. But of course I will. The sleep of a tired man is to be envied. It's a privilege to work, as my mom would often say. So they sent it to the 600 here, and then um, out of all what was put in, they chose mine to go to Australia. And a lady then contacted me. She got 3,000 followers. So she said, Alwyn, you've gone viral, whatever that means. <laughs> uh, gone back, yeah. Mm. There you are. Yeah, well, that's really yeah. lovely. Yeah, well, thanks for reading that to us. One idea was when we do restart in the library with our shindig, whatever, and our celebration, perhaps it'd be an uh, opportunity to show the work that people have done during this lockdown. Yes. Uh, um, mm. The creative writing group could display their work. I mean, I know Sue is busy, isn't she, Bron? Sewing. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's busy sewing. Mm. You with your mosaics. I mean, I said to Mary, all I've got to show, and I've shown an x-ray of my knees because I've been leaning and on Sue Bron, as you're chatting, Carol, this is right. what we're doing with, with crushed glass. Well, bring it back with you, and then we'll put it on display. The creative work that people have been doing to keep themselves sane. Yeah, good idea. It was a good suggestion. Yeah, good suggestion. There might be quite a lot to show by the time we get back, yes. (laughs) But, yeah, that is a good idea. It's still early days, really, isn't it? You know, we've still got a way to go. There's going to be some time, I think, Cara, before we'll be allowed out and about. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a long time, as Carol said earlier, probably end of the list, aren't we? Well, they'll have the younger ones out, won't they? And yeah. not us. Yeah. That's yeah. And that, yeah. Hooray, that's right. I'll be able to go out. <laughs> <laughs> we, need the wealth, we need the wealth creators, you know, we we the wealth uh, takers, are we, as a group, so uh, we've got our wealth. Yeah. Well, Jen Robinson puts on her Facebook page, um, she went for a walk. And uh, she went down Castellai and up over the common. And uh, she put some photographs on her Facebook page yesterday. And people said, where's that? You know, because yeah. they don't realise what we've got on our door. Well, you said that yourself, Bron. They don't know what's on their doorstep. So I, I'm just no. waiting to go up to the Blue Bellwoods, up by where Mark lives, you know. But I think it's still a little bit early yet. Um, yeah. Because They're that's quite good. they not the Blue Bellfield yet. No. No, so, let me but know. I, I was no. walking yesterday down through the woods, honey in the stream, splashing about in the stream. She was. She let her ball go. I was chasing the ball down the stream, trying to catch it because she was crying. She wanted her ball back. So there was me running along the edge of the stream with a stick trying to get the ball back <laughs> for her. But I Which met was about five different people. And it was their first time down the woods. 
and they were absolutely amazed. They said to me they were amazed they never realised that that was on their doorsteps. Yeah. It's becoming, you know, as spring progresses and the, it's coming back to life, it's really pretty, isn't it, now behind Alwyn's house mm-hmm. and along the wood there. Really but lucky. it's sad to think that it takes something like this virus for people to come out and appreciate, like you said yeah. with Jen, all of the photos she put up, yeah. for people to come out mm-hmm. and see now what's actually yeah. on the doorstep that they can enjoy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. The problem is we can't go too far. We're only supposed to be out for an hour, you know. So um, we we can't go. Well, apparently the on the Welsh news today, um, the R and I are saying now because they depleted because they have people that is um, self-isolating and, and they're only volunteers, which is uh, mm. it's amazing. I think of the work that they do, that they they they, they volunteers, they work and rescue people. Yeah. And they had a family stuck on Sully Island that had come from Bristol. I mean, <gasps> that's ridiculous, isn't it? You know, the, um, you, you're not supposed yeah. to travel for um, that sort of no. thing, you know. Uh, no. Well, there was a very confusing statement on um, one of the news reports, and it said that you can travel in your car to take a walk yeah. if you want to, as long as you don't take any longer than you should to have a walk. So the reporter's summary of that was, it's all right to go for a drive in your car to a beauty spot to go yeah. for a walk. No, I thought we were all meant to stay away from beauty spots. And exactly. Yeah. Oh. Mind you, good job the Romanians are coming over to pick our fruit and veg. Otherwise, we could have starved. They just landed, well, they landed yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Plane. From I Romania. Yeah. 70,000, and so far they got 150. Yeah. They are going to be very busy pickers. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what's sad over here, Carol? Lindy has phone calls. Please, please, can you use some of these grapefruits? It's a tree opposite. I, you can't see it from here. There must be a hundred easy um, grapefruits, huge ones, mm-hmm. um, lemon trees, and they leave them on the side of the road. Oh, you don't want to buy them because it's too many. All wasted fruit. Oranges, oh, just the end of the oranges, grapefruits and lemons. Why isn't it possible we could get them over to the UK or other countries? Well, I, I oh. wouldn't be allowed to eat grapefruit with my uh, blood pressure tablets, but lemons is a good man. Uh, we're making marmalade. There you are. I tell you what, last, our last season of podcasting, if you remember, mm-hmm. we did reminiscing and we had lots of fun and enjoyment telling each other stories about our past. And I wonder today whether it's perhaps worth us bringing to mind people and events of other times. You said about characters. Yeah. And I, Carol said to me, I don't know any characters. You probably do, Carol. We're all characters in the library. <laughs> we, we, and I bet Bron, Bron will have some. they always seen characters when I was young, but they always had nicknames. And they were characters because they had strong beliefs. They always had time to say their piece, whether it sounded logical to us or not, such as Davis Russia. Mm. Now, he was a, he was a, uh, a communist. 
and he had strong views. And then two doors down for me, Mrs. Williams, Trilogy. As the nickname suggests, always on about music and moaning about us youngsters. Fancy them listening, Mrs. Reese, to the 6-5 special. <laughs> Williams Trilogy. And then Bristol Harry. I always thought his name was Mr. Harry. Because, yeah. no, he came from Bristol. Yeah. But there yeah. you are. And then there was nicknames. Lily White, our office cleaner. Billy Two Sticks. John Pick and Flick, he had a nose problem. Oh, My grandfather was Jones Fish. Megan's <laughs> father was Jones Bobby. Across the road, the lady from May Canadian. Gillian's father, Bill Piggs all refer to their jobs or something, you know? Yeah. And I can hear people saying, my daddy went, you know, I've written it down, you know Bob's cousin, that little one, he was no taller than a cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said, you, of course you knew his father. You knew he had a black handle pocket knife. <laughs> and you, my dad would say, we'd moan and cry, now Alwyn, you must think you're always in God's pocket with a flap down. Mm -hmm. sayings you know yeah, and yeah. my mom would say about people going to church and she thinks Do you know she thinks she's that good she nearly bites the altar rails <laughs> <laughs> you know um but mom and my grand didn't like gossip and i was thinking what they used to tell us and i've written this down words are like nails you can either hammer them in straight or crooked it depends on you, my dears. Learn to tell the truth from gossip. Now, that was something to remember. You know, um, Mam would say to Mr. Lloyd, the head, Mr. Lloyd, this old technology with our all, all when it's all right, but it doesn't make a cup of tea. <laughs> and Mam would always say, Hello, Mrs. Smith, and to everybody, how's your knees and things? <laughs> my mother was a character. And the last two, and I thought this was a good one. My dad, you know Bill, him on the corner. Do you know he's as much use as a grave digger in a crematorium? <laughs> and the other lady, two doors down, and mom would say, about the old spinster, mom would say, she's really an unclaimed treasure. And I thought, well, that was lovely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And all these, all these are written down. I got a book in the house, oh, since I was a little one. And people would, I don't know, say different things. And I, the proverbs and poems and extracts of books. And they're all written down in that book, but I didn't bring it out with me. They're the only ones I could remember. <laughs> there you That's are. Brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, how, about, how about you, Bron? I remember you talking about people that had nicknames. Where you yeah, Bron will know. Jam, what was his name now? Die, Red and Jam. Oh, we had an old fella living down. We had steps because I lived nearly halfway up the mountain and we had a big flight of steps to go up. And on the steps, there was a little tiny bungalow, not a very big bungalow. And uh, this old man used to sit there, oh, and he was dirty and everything. And his name was Dai Barajam. Why he was called Dai Barajam, I don't know. But he was living there with his, I don't really know what she was. Don was the man's name. I can't think of his wife's name now. I can't think of it. I'm 18 now and I can't think. <laughs> and, uh, she, she used to service the both of them. Dai Barajam and her husband Don. 
<laughs> we need to go down and we used to hide behind this little old bungalow and listen. We never really knew what was going on. I mean, it wasn't until we was a lot older we realised what was going on. But Di Barrett Charm, his name was. Why that was, I don't know. Ivor Comenkel was called. He was always called. Where's Ivor? Ivor Cum is up the lockments. Was that, was that cum as in colliery or as in something that you valley, were? Valley, cum is valley. So Ivor from the valley. Yeah, valley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then we had reached the lamp lighter. He used to go around with a long pole, putting the gas lamps yeah. on and off. Yeah, I vaguely remember that New Park Terrace. Yeah. yeah, and then he'd go around in the morning, knocking them off. But also, his job was to knock every bedroom window to get the men up to go to work. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I, I can't oh. think of all the names of ours up there. No, I can't. No. Particularly. Um, yeah. A lot of ours were given names from where they came from. Yeah. Like you said, Russia. Yeah. A lot of our people, they were die from West Wales and, you know, mm. Cardigan, mm. die Cardigan. And they were given yes. names from the places they came from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Terry had a nickname mm. as well. Terry was always called. Terry Bells. Terry Bells. <laughs> well, tell us why. <laughs> when he was working in the colliery underground yeah. at the park in there, Women's Up the Valley, he used to send up and say, can I come out? And the manager used to say, why do you want to come out? Because I'm bringing wet. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they always called him Terry Bells. Terry Bells. Oh. And what was yeah. Ty's name? I died the boat. He always had boats in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him to me, come on, Carl, let's hear you was. I, I, I honestly don't know any. I, I just, no, I don't. I really don't. I know my, my father's called Pop and his name is Gordon. And he said he didn't even know himself. You know, he gets lost in the mist of time, isn't it? And uh, nah. I say the only one I can. Um, but his May Allen used to sell um, the Echoes uh, on the temple with her big hats. That's, uh, that's the only one I can remember. Oh, and Olive on the buses, because she was a right tartar. Uh -huh. She worked for um, PUDC. Do you remember Olive? Yes. Scare us kids, I tell you that. Yeah. So I don't know where that name came from, Olive, I'm sure, but she was um, we were really scared of her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking about scaring kids, uh, when I was a kid, the uh, welfare hall used to be cinema, the gaiety. Yeah. Jed, yeah. remember that? Yeah. And yeah. Um, Thelma, she was Lynn's second mum, she used to be the usherette in the cinema. Yeah. And always mm. on a Saturday morning, there'd be like a cowboy film. And of course, the boys would get up between the seats, wouldn't they? And they'd be riding the horses, sat on the <laughs> separators. <laughs> if Thelma saw you, she would whack you on the head with a torch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone had their own seat. Mum used to go twice a week, Monday and Thursday. Mm. And they, they'd say, that's Mr. and Mrs. Reese's seat. Mm. And that was so, and we always had the same seats. Yeah. And I can see, I won't mention a name. The one lady always wore a feather bow and she'd be flinging it around her neck and said, hello, Mrs. Reese, oh, hello. And she only spoke like that when she came to the cinema. We'd see her outside and she'd go, how's things then, Mrs. Reese? 
yeah. But I said the ball when she had doctor, her accent changed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't realize you had posh people in Bader in those days, Alwyn. We've always uh-huh. had posh people in Bader, always. <laughs> we are very pleased that Helen is able to join with us today. So, welcome, Helen. Would you tell us a little about yourself, um, especially your role in the library? And your connection to Monday Club? Okay, so I'm a trustee, but I'm also the secretary for the library. Connection to the Monday Club is when we first started, we had a small grant to uh, start some taster sessions. So we started doing all sorts of things like talks, gardening, and that went on then to develop into a separate group so that the library committee could concentrate on the maintaining the building and everything else so that's how it came about really and it's taken off and it's uh, wonderful to see that you're all still keeping in touch with each other and checking to see that everybody's okay it's really really good really pleased to see that yeah we don't encourage some people that have got IT equipment to uh, develop their skills which is no easy task is it Carol? Oh, I don't know. We're a brighter bunch than we think we are, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's true. We're certainly getting people connected eventually. I understand that you are working from home currently. Have you always worked from home or is this a new venture for you? I can work from home, but tend not to. Um, Because I work part-time, I'm sort of three days a week. I do tend to uh, go into work, so been home now for uh, four weeks and I've got to say the novelty is wearing off <laughs> although I don't miss the daily commute into yeah. Cardiff yes it is uh, quite yeah. challenging being in front of a laptop for seven odd hours a, a day it's a bit bit wearing especially yeah. without uh, the right equipment and stuff so it's uh, so what are the pros of working from home apart from the commute Normally, if you'd work from home, um, you'd sort of go home if you wanted to work on something and you wanted to get a bit of peace and quiet. But that's uh, that's obviously not happening uh, these days. Yeah. Oh, okay. So So, you're probably busier, Helen? I thought I'd have more time because I wouldn't have the, you know, you'd save an hour on the commuting, but it seems to have just disappeared <laughs> i don't know whether it's because you're now doing phone calls yeah. to family and friends make sure that they're okay i'm over the library weekly for an hour or so testing the water and the fire alarms well, helen as well as being our fantastic um, secretary booking clerk um I, I i can't think of everything that you do you're now taking on the role as, as a caretaker <laughs> And thanks to Steve as well, because he's doing, um, he's become our, well, he's always been our odd job, man. Odd job isn't uh, a correct term, really, because he's very professional. He's better than odd job, man. And uh, so between the both of you, you know, um, you're doing sterling work, you know. Well, we keep it going. I've tried, well, I was waiting for the water heater to heat up to the right temperature so I could do it. So I thought I'd have a go at moving all the shells around to try to get the for sale books into oh, sort of a different okay. thing. But I don't like the way it currently is. So that'll be um, changing. We want to go out to, <laughs> we've had offers of help to go up and clean the library because we, we can't do a, a thing at the moment because of social, well, because we're not allowed to contact one another. If we could decide, you know, if things relaxed a little bit, then we could go up perhaps and um, keep social distance and, and, and tidy up and clean, etc. and perhaps clean outside, you know, perhaps that's be possible later on. 
but things need to calm down a bit first, don't they? You know, so uh, there's not much we can do, you know. But thanks for all you do in any way, much appreciated. And thanks for your offer of help, it's much appreciated. Yeah, so if anybody needs any um, yeah. shopping done or prescriptions, and give me a shout. As I say, unfortunately, because the majority of them come under vulnerable in the terms of age, and we don't feel that we're old and vulnerable, we wished we could be doing more for the community because, as you know, Interlink wanted to use... Well, I asked if anybody was prepared to help in the community, wasn't it? But, yeah, they're know. looking to put people into the food banks and stuff. They seem to have plenty of volunteers, to be honest, yeah. to help with the delivery, which is a good thing. Well, my sister uh, in uh, mentioned this before on the previous talks uh, between us, that my sister's uh, offered help in Massey Kai. So she does a little bit of shopping for people in the streets. I mean, this was quite a long street, about 70 houses. So she's got about um, two or three people and she pops down to the, the Tesco's Express and uh, the couple of stores are open in Pontypridd. Yeah. I feel sorry for Pontypridd because it, it's a ghost town now, isn't it? You know? Oh, definitely. People are doing more, the spa, the co-op, convenience stores and I, I think Woodland Walk is quite busy as well we had a delivery of plants from there yes I'm going to start some tomato seeds later what do you, what, what do you um, have we had mixed bedding so we've got sort of marigolds begonias um things like that oh, so that will keep nice. them busy in the garden now as well so oh, that's good to know well a bit, a bit cold yet to start planting bedding plants so when's the best time they when keep to May wouldn't they yeah when the frost has gone yeah I'll do it next Saturday yeah but Mum's got a greenhouse, so that ours are currently in there. We're going to grow some runner beans, some dwarf beans. We've got some strawberries coming. It's going to be like the good life. <laughs> well, any surplus, any surplus, I'll, I'll pay the going rate, don't worry. But uh, Monday, I'm, I've put an order for a delivery of fruit and veg from a company in um, Tonnerevel. They, they deliver in. So I'm trying to keep away from the shops as much as possible. And I've got, there's two companies that develop, deliver eggs. Oh, that's handy. So um, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. try them as well. I'd like to say thank you to Helen for all the work that you're doing on the library head. On my Facebook page, I hope that's going well. I'm looking for bits and bobs everywhere. Did you see that there were some uh, veg and deliveries and stuff in Ponce? Yes, yeah. That's when I had the egg information for. Uh, oh, right, good, yeah. good. A couple of people have said, oh, that's great, you know, and your links with cultural events and things. I say I watched Phantom of the Opera on Friday and, oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I'd never heard of the singer, but the Sierra Bog is, but... Oh, and it made me feel so emotional at the end. And I emailed Bron and I said, Bron, it made me realise what we're missing going out to the theatre, like you like going with Maureen to the new theatre and things, things like that. And it, it, I, I, I really felt sorry for myself. After all yeah. this is over, I'm going to have to stop following all these, <laughs> all these things because <laughs> I've got some weird <laughs> and wonderful things that I'm following at the minute. <laughs> and you, you, your gardening tips are very good as well. <laughs> I, I had to look at them even oh. though I'm no gardener. No, but thank you for that. There's a lot of information on there. It's a really good source because I would never find these things myself. We'd be in much a different place if we didn't have the internet and everything else. Absolutely, yeah. And I think us old people are beginning to realise that now. We've sort of poo-pooed it to some extent. 
but it is brilliant in so many ways. So I'd also like to say thank you to you because I, I know from Carol more than anywhere else that you've made sure that all us library people, that we're all okay. We've all got contact and uh, and as you found out, we're pretty busy gossiping with each other anyway. But thank you again, Helen. You do a sterling job, I must say. In all respect. No, we'll have to have one big plan surprise you lot. I'm planning a huge party once this is all over. <laughs> we are. We are. We're hoping for a nice day so that we can go outside in the car park and uh, probably have to put our sandwiches on carbonics, but hopefully by then there'll be no virus on them whatsoever. And uh, Bron's going to drag people in off the street. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us. And if this does go on for a long time, perhaps you'll join us again one morning? Yes, yeah, certainly. Be lovely. That's lovely. Have a good week, everybody. Yeah, stay safe, everyone. Yeah, you too, love. Yeah. Bye then. Keep, yeah, keep safe. Bye, all Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you very much. Bye. 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 Carol. Bye. Bron. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. I hope it's helped you feel a little less isolated, even if it's just for a short period. And thanks to those of you who have retweeted our posts and helped share our podcast. We much appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Wherever you are, we would love to hear your comments or your suggestions about what sort of topics you'd like to listen to. And if you'd like to take part, please let us know. And if you know Carol or me, we can possibly help you to download Zoom if you can't do that yourself. For all information or advice, we highly recommend that you go to the official government website. And that is at gov.uk forward slash coronavirus and just check the up-to-date information about social isolation and what you can and can't do okay well that's about it for today apart from saying thank you to Debbie Aurelius of Peppermint Fish for her hard work on our behalf and we look forward to episode five have a good week take care of yourself and keep safe bye